things your iPhone has replaced, and a bad call by Google. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Download the free ZocDoc app at ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's Tuesday night. It's 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time it is, wherever you are. We are on Mac Voices Live, and we hope you are too. Uh, we hope you've joined us in the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash TV. If you haven't and are watching this, get over there because we, we want your comments and thoughts as well. And if not, hey, mark it off for next Tuesday, same time, same station, because this is what we do on Tuesday nights. We have a lot of topics to get through tonight. Um, a couple of things I want to uh, let you know, though. First off, um, in case it's not obvious, um, I am in a hotel room this time around, uh, so things may not look the same. Or I may not quite sound the same, um, but, you know, it's one of those things. You just got to work with what you have. It also might be interesting for you to note that um, this uh, a couple of days ago, as we record this, um, probably a couple week or so, as you get it, if you're on the feeds, um, I've, I did a, a Mac Voices uh, briefing on the Anchor uh, PowerConf webcam, and that's what I'm using tonight um, because of the low light handling. Um, unfortunately, my hotel room has exactly two very yellow bulbs in it, so I, I, I couldn't find a drugstore to go out and buy a white bulb. So I look a little bit yellow. Sorry about that. The other thing I want to mention before we get started, um, I've been posting calls for things that our Mac Voices uh, Slack patrons would like to see us talk about. And that's really working out well. Some folks have thrown some ideas in there. Um, we're involving the Slack patrons more and more. So if you'd like to be part of that, macvoices.com slash support or uh, patreon.com slash macvoices. Um, anything at any level gets you access to all of this and Mac Voices After Dark as well. So with that, let's run around the uh, the table here, see who's here, and we'll get to it. Um, taking my screen as I always do. First up, Mr. David Ginsburg. David, welcome. It's good to have you. Good to be here. Glad you were able to make it here this week, Chuck. And uh, lots to talk about. Yeah, there's a lot of good stories and a lot of good uh, stuff that's happening in the world of Apple, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mr. Jim Ray, who's still trying to figure out why his chest is doing what it's doing, um, is here with us. Jim, no, welcome. it's fixed. Oh, it's fixed? It's fixed. Uh, okay. I've oh, got... okay. wonder what it was. Oh, I had the Zoom software thought I told it there was a green screen. Uh, I see. Got it. Got it. <clears throat> okay. Um, Warren Sklar is here. In spite of the fact he said he wouldn't be, he's here. I think his wife got tired of him and sent him to the basement. If I, um, if I kept you guessing every week, I've done my job. This way you're surprised or you're not. If I'm here, I'm here. Um, anyhow, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, she, uh, we, we watched some, uh, Game of Thrones prequels and, uh, now I'm here. So good to see you. Good. Good to have you. Beside him is Frank Gorshin. No, no. Um, Jim Carrey. No, no, no. Uh, Mark Fuccio. Um, Mark, good to, have, good to have you. Good to be uh, here. Anybody didn't, 
If anybody didn't understand, those were Riddler references, but sorry. Mark, that is your best backdrop ever. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I've, I like that one. I like that one. Uh, last but absolutely not least, of course, is Mr. Jeff Gamut. Jeff, good to have you as well. It's great to be here, as always. And uh, and I will say, with full conviction, Frank Gorshin was a brilliant Riddler. Like he he was absolutely disturbing as he should be. And so many people look at the at the 1960s Batman as just silly camp stuff. But holy crap, they came out swinging. The very first episode of the TV series was the Riddler and Frank Gorshin owned that episode. And every time he was back playing the Riddler, he owned the episode. That man was uh, the best. You know, here we go off the rails right away, but who cares? Um, I agree with you. Um, you know, you're right that some of the things about the original 60s Batman were a little overdone, but that character, the way he portrayed that character was, in my Uh-oh, and with Chuck that, Reed? the Riddler has uh, taken over <laughs> Chuck's feed. Uh, <laughs> yes, it has. He lasted. He lasted ten minutes almost. Yeah, uh, that's that's actually pretty good. That's not too bad. That is pretty good. It does look like he's trying to figure out the Riddler. You know, it's, it's kind of, he well, is. R- Riddle me this, Chuck. Laugh. Yeah, we could talk real fast about it and see if he comes back. But the the new Riddler is good. Um, the movie from Batman. I don't know his name. Oh, the new Batman movie that just came yeah. out with background. Riddler was just a yeah, guy. Yeah, the, the Batman yeah. Year One movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the with the, the with the guy from uh, Twilight or whatever. Okay, he's gonna join back in. So who's in control, David? You? Yeah, yeah. Or Did Jeff? Tell- Either one of us. Let's have a food fight. Let's see who. <laughs> okay, so David, you're in control. What's our first topic? Uh, did he say it was going to join back in or we're not sure speculation on my part well let's let's uh, go to the first topic I see in here is the 101 things you your iPhone has replaced Uh, this was an article in uh, iMore that uh, was put in here and uh, I don't know if anybody had a chance to read through this but uh, this does have uh, some interesting stuff in here Uh, there's a if you say 101 things it really truly is 101 things here i mean obviously the first thing would be a landline and an answering machine that that, that uh, if we remember back in the old days there were we all had those at one point or another here um that this was uh, something that uh, uh that we had uh, available here uh back in these old days uh, i can remember it finally i'm sure we all can here uh and then there was this number of other stuff what what's what stands out for you guys? Or what, what? Some of these uh, things iPhone. were replaced by cell phones before the iPhone happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Right. Yeah, landline and the uh, and the answer machine. Yeah, for sure. And some of them are double counting, like and the, and like the books, and book reader, oh, and paper, right. and notes. You know. So I mean, I think you yeah, mean, books you, and dictionary and thesaurus, right? And, and maps th- and maps and globes and GPS. So I mean, if you did a dedupe, there's probably like maybe thirty or forty items, but still. You know, it's a lot of technological consolidation in one device that fits in your pocket. And it what's, fits more than a thousand songs, even. Oh, and then some. What what stands out to you, Mark, as far as your iPhone goes? What what 
what did it replace that you're happy that it that it, it did? Oh, probably you know, still cameras and video cameras. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, instead of having to lug along a whole bunch of you know different devices, you know, you know, one little iPhone. It's you know, okay. It's not being <laughs> okay. Maybe it's being displayed there, but yeah, there you go. One little thin device. You know, it's just. Uh, Fantastic, as well as uh, the ability to put a lot of music into it. You know, so uh, you know, I think those are probably the three biggest things for me. Yeah, they talk about the, uh, the radio, the turntable, a cassette tape, a CD player, a Walkman, a Discman. Uh, when you talk about music, those were all things. I, I think all, probably most of us, not all of us, owned at one one point or another. I mean, I think we still have a turntable somewhere here. Most um, vinyl is making a comeback with with sound, but. Uh, but the fact of the matter is you have that device to listen to anything. I mean, I was listening on a book on, on, on Audible, being able to listen to that. I mean, remember people would go to the library and get their cassette tapes of, of, a, of a book on, on tape to, <laughs> yes. to, to, listen to, a, uh, to listen to a book on tape or a CD, or a CD and you, then you'd have to have your, your disc man or your, <laughs> or your walk man to be able to, to listen to that. Well, now, yeah, everything is streaming, so it's just so easy yeah, even the boom box they even mentioned that too i mean oh my god i remember, I remember having that big boom box sitting up on your shoulder there and, yeah. <laughs> good times yeah dave, dave when i look at this list yeah. i don't see it as my iphone replacing all of these things i mean sure there's some things like like a gps and uh and maps but to me it's more a uh, a list of everything that my iphone consolidated because before I had my iPhone, I walked around with an iPod and my my palm planner and um, and a cell phone and a digital camera. Uh, you know, th- these are just all the things that I went with everywhere. And uh, and with the iPhone, ultimately, I was able to leave all those things behind and right. carry just the one device and. Uh, and ultimately, that turned my iPhone into my portable office, and uh, and and while I was afraid that would actually be like a leash tying me to uh, to my desk all the time, it was freeing because now I was able to do the things that I wanted to do wherever I was, or things that I needed to do, and because I don't feel like like I am a uh, required to address everything my iPhone tells me as soon as it tells me something, you know, like a text message came in, a call is coming in, an email came in. I'm not tethered. I I'm free to use my device as I need wherever I am. And, uh, that that's been the biggest thing for the iPhone for me. And, uh, we will welcome back Chuck back to the show since we lost him <laughs> i mean you kind of expect you knew it was going to happen so i knew it i knew it it's just unbelievable and so it sounds like you guys have already dug into one of the first articles yes we're talking about the 101 things that the iphone was replaced by uh and or the replaced, replaced yeah I, replaced you know by. i wonder if it's not more interesting some of the things that the iphone has enabled that just couldn't exist before like mm-hmm. let's take ride sharing um yeah. yes yeah, yeah uber and lyft um which you know i mean it, that's not really a replacement i mean you sort of had taxis and you know but the, the phone itself doesn't do that but it enabled it 
by the combination of a communication device and and it's you know GPS by by putting all those things into one thing it, it enabled something new that you just couldn't do before or uh, for example with you know photography yes it replaces a camera but also now all the photos they're all GPS tagged and time tagged. Um, um, so I can, you know, go back and say, well, where are the pictures that I took, you know, on that trip? And it just automatically happens. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I know there's probably, uh, other things that, you know, have, that I'm not thinking of that having a device that, you know, that it's enabled having a portable computing device with the uh, communications and and GPS and everything that that just couldn't be done at all. And, you know, in a lot of cases, Jeff, you mentioned that you carried things, but a lot of that stuff I didn't carry, you know, I didn't carry a camera anywhere, you mm -hmm. know, I wouldn't carry everywhere. I, I would carry a right. camera if I thought that I'm going to be, you know, somewhere interesting. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, that was just a small percentage of the time, even though I had a, even film camera, I had a pretty small film camera that I could carry around, but by no means did I carry it everywhere. Um, yeah, I, I I did actually. I had a little, you know, compact little point and shoot digital point and shoot. camera. Yeah. And, well, you know, and since I was at the time spending so much time uh, downtown in city center areas, there's always just interesting things that I was seeing that I wanted to photograph. So, I just carried a camera with me all the time. But I think most people didn't do that. We live in Bourneville and, and nothing goes and on. At, here. And, and at this point, um, pretty much everybody does. Like, you know, I was just driving down the freeway a couple days ago and I was thinking, looking around and I'm thinking like, almost every car around me has a cell phone in it. And most of them are reporting back to Google on what the traffic conditions are. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's another, you know, we've got, you know, traffic maps and we know what the traffic is in real time. Right. Um, that data just wasn't available to anyone mm -hmm. 20 years ago. And, you know, they were starting to put up like cameras to, you know, monitor, monitor that, but, you know, they don't even need that now. It's just like, oh, we just get that information off everybody's devices and it's more accurate. And, um, you know, if a backup starts up, you know, a couple miles from me, um, it's going to show up on my phone uh, almost, you know, almost immediately. Uh, another thing I'll notice is sometimes I'll I'll take a back route, like I'll be like, oh, there's a lot of traffic, so I'll jump off, and and now I'll notice like there's more traffic on this back route than I would expect because I think a bunch of other people are using their their phone to navigate the same back route that I am. One of the reasons I put this article in, you know, it wasn't supposed to be all that deep. It was just supposed to be sort of a fun thing, but it does make you realize just how many things you do with the iPhone um, that you, you did with something else, or as Jim said, that you couldn't do. Um, Webb in the chat room says that it replaced his credit card in a sense. And, and Webb, I, I think you have something there, you know, mobile payments, mobile banking. You know, it was one thing to be banking on the web, but, you know, now you can bank anywhere you want to. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's that. I, Social I know media. That, 
that wouldn't yeah. have been what it is today without the uh, the advent of smartphones. Oh, yeah, right. Absolutely. And I I can't say that I carried a notebook of I mean even a small notebook anywhere, but now you don't. You just you just go and you take pictures of things. So if, if you're in a meeting, yeah. you don't have to copy everything off the whiteboard. You just take a picture of it. Exactly. You've, you, you've got it and you don't have to worry about whether mm -hmm. you transcribe it well, correctly. Well, not only that, you can send it to somebody. And, you know, I, I'll be on the phone with somebody and I'll be like, oh, you should see this. And then I'm like, oh, here. And now you can. There it is. Yep. Now you right. can see it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So you many can, you so can do across the world. And that's that's the crazy part. Is you could send somebody it, to, to, to Australia and they'll see it at that second. Where uh, 20 years ago, that was not going to happen. At, this, at the risk of derailing this, did you guys see yesterday the story that came out about a pediatrician told uh, somebody, you know, they were their son was having some difficulty oh, yes. in his genital area. Yep. And and they said, you know, send me a photo. And uh, oh, boy. Google uh, shut down all the person's accounts, which meant he lost his phone. He lost his email address. Um, he lost his internet, too, I think, because I think he had Google Internet. Um, and as far as I know, he hasn't gotten any of that back. But I don't disagree with Google doing that. I mean, that's their job is to block you know, young people's privates. And that's what it did. The The problem there is that uh, uh, they're, they're relying uh, on completely automated systems. I mean, it was a picture. I mean, it, it was a correct picture of it. The intent was not there. Between right. And, and an automated system can't figure that out. Right. But the picture was right, still there. But, and if it but, comes out, there's definitely people who or the intended target that I think this was that. more than an automated system because they sent all this to the to the police and in fact apparently the police have the only copies of this they they do he they, he doesn't have any of his photographs says he apparently was using Google Photos it sounds mm -hmm. like he had an Android phone so he doesn't have any of this anymore the police apparently have it but you know this was brought like you know the, the doctors contacted Google and Google's just like, we don't care. You're done. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find local doctors who take your insurance at ZocDoc.com slash Mac Voices. Yes, that's right. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Mac Voices. Find the doctor that's right for you and book an appointment in person or remotely that works with your schedule. Not their schedule, your schedule. With ZocDoc, you can find the right doctor for you in your network and in your neighborhood. One that makes you feel like you're in good hands, you're supported, and that you're heard. And that's what you want in a doctor. That's what you need in a doctor. Go to ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. Thanks to ZocDoc for their support of Mac Voices. I think that's exactly what the problem is, is, you know, okay, an automated system may flag it. It should be escalated. But, I mean, he shouldn't lose, you know, all, I, right. I think I read the same story. He shouldn't lose all of, you know, his accounts and data and other thing because, okay, you, you know, automated system didn't know he was, you know, sending a picture of his son to the doctor. You know, human intervention, they can come in, 
and okay maybe sounds fishy they get information from the doctor they can validate it okay all tell it, it just costs people a, a bunch of time to make that happen but you know to, to punitively you know destroy and lock out accounts you google no i mean and, and it, it is a cautionary as, as, tale no, hold on but uh, as he as apparently kept people. his contacts in google i'm so sorry chuck even... i created an edit point yeah. for you no no but they i'm sure they didn't bite the account any it company is going to disable everything they're going to let this go through its process and then i'm sure they're going to re-enable it i guarantee you in a week or two uh, they will be re-enabled right warren i i agree with you but you know how much grief and suffering does this guy lost an email person account. need to I go mean, through no he lost everything he has photos um, Again, they're not gone. It, he doesn't have a phone anymore. He has, he has no phone anymore. He, he can't. All, all his other accounts, he cannot access because the process needs to move the, quick. That's what I'm saying. His two-factor authentication. This should have been done today, but so somebody at some point should. Okay, one of mm -hmm. No, I get. Yeah. It. I get. I get that it's inconvenient, and I think this should have been, you know, a clear-cut case. And would this have become a news story if? This all happened, and sometime last night, Google said, "Okay, we we looked this over and hit the on button. You're back on." I mean, that's I think it what actually happened last week, and it, it nothing's you know. Yeah, so yeah, again, it, I would. It was I several would, days ago. I'd be pissed about the time it's taken, especially if this you know if it's a clear cut case and they see it, but. If they, I, they couldn't turn his account on, and yeah, he'll be fine. He didn't lose everything. Okay, but that, Warren, you're really making dramatic. This, but Warren, you're making an assumption that you know their 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 systems. You know, they may be asymmetric. It may be a lot easier to lock down and you know disconnect. You know, and all sorts of stuff than it is to you know turn back on and restore. And and it seems and clear Apple that goes through this too, right? Apple does this with the developers, and uh, there's misunderstanding, and you hear their horror stories too because it's algorithms and things like that. And you're dealing with big companies, and I've heard the story not just with Google and Apple, but plenty of companies where you know they they see something, they flag it, they shut it down, and it takes a god amount, awful amount of time to prove your innocence. But it, you know, it seems like, clear that if he does get his accounts back, it'll only because he managed to escalate to the media and most people can't do that well jim isn't that what you see in every local tv yeah. uh news station you know that, that mm. we have somebody on your side or so many consumer reporters right. that you know the the only way to get to, to, to right but warren's he, saying to, it's not a problem because no no you know, yeah it, it's going to get reversed i i, I don't I'm, yeah. I'm 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 asking you, would it have been a problem if it got reversed but, a, a couple hours after it happened? I guess is what I'm asking. No, but but there's no policy. You know, Google is stating you're done. Don't ever, you know, you're you're finished. You're banned for life. Google's now, saying maybe, that we saw we, something we didn't like. We're turning your accounts off. Let's figure it out. And, and no, no, that's not, not what they're saying. It out. They're saying no. you are no. permanently banned. Yeah. And okay. Well, then again, if this guy's going to keep going to the news, have, and well, we have if no procedures. For adjudicating, Google's word is final. Um, you can't what appeal this. this link? You can't appeal it eternally. Link? You can't appeal it. To yeah, court. I would love to. I'm bringing up the link. I can't imagine they would say that we can't get your stuff back. But and, you know. well, and Jim, I, I haven't I haven't read the particular article, but you know, there, I don't know any reason 
that that he couldn't adjudicate it in some fashion, uh, you know, even if, if it required him to file suit. You know, that somewhere there, a judge who would look at this would say, Google, look, you got to you got to turn stuff back on, you know, whether it can his his photos and all that can be recovered or not. You know, he really well, should. Maybe be I, I don't think and you a, need to pay him ten million dollars in compensatory damages. You know, well, probably you not know the because, name of the guy. You know, I, you know, I don't off the top, but it was on, I saw it in a bunch of places yesterday. Um, uh, you know, he probably doesn't have a contractual agreement with Google. He doesn't, you know, you don't pay them anything. So, you know, Google would probably just say in court, you know, we provide service as we, as we feel like it. Yeah, but you know, that could be a really dangerous precedent to set in one direction or the other. You know, I, that. To, to, to say that Google, I mean, because, man, Google has a lot of power and and we all use Google for so many things one way or another. Sooner or later, you cross Google's paths. And to say that you're permanently banned from Google because of something like this, that is an honest, it's not even a mistake. It's just a use case that maybe is, hasn't been anticipated because it, it doesn't take a, long, a, a lot of imagination to figure how many times this could that could be applied to a lot of different body parts, completely legitimately, especially in a world now where we have remote medicine becoming more and more popular. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, a lot of the commentary I saw was certainly the medical staff should have known not to ask for this. Um, uh, that's 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 a bunch of tech aware people recognizing right. well, it. But you know that you know I mean to me this is mostly a cautionary. A you know if this comes up, okay, be forewarned. Don't do this. Um, and um, you know also like make sure you have alternate, you know, accesses to things. Maybe have other emails set up in advance. Maybe so. This happened by the have, way in December of two thousand twenty one. So this this is. An older, just, it was just reported yesterday, but it happened last year. Uh, at the end of this, the story was uh, the, uh, if you read the bottom, they said they exonerated him of any wrongdoings. The police exonerated him, not Google. Police, right. But right. Uh, basically, I put it in the chat. Uh, but that wasn't enough. For, uh, he still couldn't access any of his Google accounts. Uh, he thought about suing Google, but figured it wasn't worth the $7,000 legal fees. I mean, I I don't know if there's more to that, but I, I still don't understand, maybe because a lot of time went by between, you know, that and when Google shut them down. But typically, no company in the world is kind of just wipe it and say we can't reinstate it or they have a policy saying, you know what, you pissed, off, pissed us off by fighting with us and whatever. I, I don't know, but it's a weird story, to be honest. With well, but, but Warren Hill, so it's been you- it's been months and he doesn't have access. So you were yeah. wrong, Warren. He gave, well, he gave up, right? Yeah, he gave up on it. I mean, he he could sue him for it. Well, but, but he, it, it, yeah. go ahead, Joe. Um, no, I was going to say he could sue them, but like you know, like the the piece says, to him spending the seven thousand dollars for a civil case to try and uh, and get Google to uh, reactivate all of his accounts, um. Yeah, it's I mean, to me, if 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 I were in a situation where a company like Google uh, decided that they're just going to to uh, carte blanche shut down everything I had, 
Um, you know, of course, I'd have backups of everything. But right. And, and my, that's where I'm going real fast with that is you guys were like, Google destroyed his life by this. I mean, yeah, and they did. Why, why don't we? I mean, this guy should have it again. Backups. OK, else. people if don't. I, if, so Apple came, if Apple came to me and said, you're done, we're done with you. I would be okay. I have I have backups. But that's because you're Warren. The average right. person doesn't understand any of this and they trust these companies that are handling all of the data. And so it doesn't occur to them that uh, that at any moment any of these companies can say you're done and then you have no access and no recourse. Yeah. And I spread the word and Dave does too. It's- to back up in two places, cloud. Yeah, well, and that's great. But that's not the point. That's not the point. The point that's is that, point. that people are well, trusting is, these services. Now, yeah, how about people is, that have only an Android phone? How are they supposed to do that, Warren? How to back up their stuff? I don't know how they do it before. I don't know. The, well, yeah, it they backs up can to, only back to Google up to services. Google. Yeah. That's not true. When you take a picture on your phone, you turn on Google Photos, just like you do on an iPhone. It's, I believe me, it's the same thing. What I'm telling you is not to trust Apple, while they won't do this, had problems with their cloud photos once or twice for people where they thought they were syncing their photos and they were gone. And Apple tried to get it back, I'm sure. But, you know, I tell people two places at all time because, uh, you know, these are clouds and these are other people's computers and they're not perfect. And, you know, the fact that Google just said, screw you, you're done. You know, it, it could have just been, you know, Apple saying, sorry, you're we, you know, you put the beta on now your iCloud photo library is gone. I'm just saying, don't trust these companies. That should be the word two places. And this guy's life should not have been ruined. I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, you Warren, you're not wrong about any of that. But at the end of the day, this is a tech podcast. We're all tech people. Everybody listening to this has some tech bent of some kind. There are very few civilians listening to this, and there are very few civilians that appreciate the issues we're talking the the degree to which they're dependent on some of the large companies, whether it's Microsoft, whether it's Google, whether it's um, Apple. You know that you you have a lot that a lot of sure. things. And, and generally, of most of the people who don't understand the things go the other way and say. If they don't understand the cloud, it's like, and that because that's a new thing, right? That came out before things before. So I have a confession, people- Warren. Mm-hmm. I know I should back up all those things. Many of them are just in Google and iCloud anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you should. Well, that's a good okay. confession. I, I, yes. Go for it. It's, um, it's just normal. It's a thing that happens. Like I haven't gotten around to it. That is not at the top of my right, many list of priorities. A lot of people who come to me that don't understand, you know, computers and phones, the backing up automatically to the cloud is a thing they think is not really happening until you explain it to them. So generally, you don't get a lot of people who don't understand things saying, "Oh, it's Google, it's Apple, everything's just there." And you know, believe me, in the early days of Apple and Google, that absolutely was zero the case because, you know, plenty of people went to Apple and said, you know, you have my stuff, right? And it's like, no, you didn't do this. You didn't do that. We don't have that. We don't have that. So, you know, people got a little gun shy around that time. Things are better. And But I, I disagree. I don't think the instinct of non-techie people would say it's automatically uh, you know, in somebody's cloud. I would think it's the other way around. 
Okay, so so the underlying problem here isn't whether or not someone thinks their data is being backed up or managed for them by uh, by a company with a pretty logo. The underlying problem is that while CSAM is necessary and important, because we do need to make sure that children are protected, and the, but here's the other part of it. We have these companies that have uh, set up systems where they have fully automated the process of uh, of going through and uh, and reviewing images and other content, and then using machine learning and AI systems to uh, to parse all of that and decide what's what's okay and what isn't, and they they have in their effort to automate removed the human factor that can go in and actually find the nuances and figure out that in this case, oh, this is a parent sending a photo to the doctor so that they can do a remote diagnosis as opposed to this is someone that has taken uh, an obviously illegal and illicit photo of a child and is now sending it to someone else. So Jeff, I want to go ahead, finish it. Oh, no, good. Sorry. Uh, Okay. So anyhow, to, to wrap that up, the, the problem is that when we become so reliant on the automation and just simply trust that it's doing the right thing, then we fall into the trap of, uh, uh, what we're seeing here in this case, where where Google is saying, yeah, we're we're not going to back down. Our machine told us this is bad. That's good enough for us. Case closed. And, and so, Jeff, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to I'm not going to argue with you, but I'm going to point out the fact that these companies have all been under the gun in so many ways for allegedly facilitating child pornography and, and and the like, that they've had to put some of these in, things in place. By the very nature of it, they've just had to. To me, the problem is that they don't have an appeal process. Agreed, Jim. Agreed. Right. But if a true pedophile somehow you know came out and said, sent one picture and said, no, no, you know, this was a picture you know, because my doctor, blah, 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 whatever. No, you know, but, that, but that's, the doctors that, corroborate, corroborate the story. Right. But yeah. as Chuck said, Google and Apple are not going to be able to want to care that much at that point because there's just yeah. so much. No, Warren, I'm not, I'm not saying I, I agree with Jim. There should be an appeal process. And, and there's, and, you know, of course, Jeff, if, if, if we had the capabilities right now of digging in and saying this is a parent sending it to um, a doctor, then everybody be screaming privacy. You know, you're monitoring everything I send that and whoever to whoever I send it to. Well, so, I, ironically, that's literally what happened in this case. Actually, really? it, actually, it's not. Google saw the picture because it was in his Google Photos. He did not email the picture to the doctor. They used, you know, the the, the doctor had a portal. And they uploaded Ooh. it through the website through the portal. So yeah. Google had so, nothing to do with that. Google found it because it was in it was just in his photo library. No, but that that's what I mean. Google has access to all of your data, and they right. can monitor all of your data and parse through it as they please and at their leisure. 
And that's how they found this image. So, you know, people that uh, that would. No, let me come at this a different way. Okay, so what Chuck is saying is like people should be screaming, "Ah, my privacy, my privacy." Okay, they've they have chosen not to pay attention to the privacy issues simply because they have the convenience of a free service that lets them uh, have email and store their photos and uh, and write letters with friends online. This panel is back in the next edition of Mac Voices to talk more, actually argue more, about Google's call to ban a user over a photo he uploaded that maybe he shouldn't have uploaded, but he also maybe uh, should have been aware of the potential. We also talk about uh, some Beats Pro and a whole lot more. That's all next time on Mac Voices. I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode you will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.